Hello and welcome to Hot Air Diviners, an enchanting podcast where casual conversation blends into cosmic wisdom. Join me, Natasha, your dedicated card slinger, and me, Lauren, the cosmic queen of chaos, on a long-winded journey, where we'll be exploring the intersection of tarot, astrology, and beyond. Natasha. Hello, Lauren. So what are you so how are you doing today? Let's pretend like we didn't just record. Oh my god, I'm fantastic. I've drank a whole pot of tea since the last time you asked me that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Quick reminder for folks, this is kind of our like bonus last episode. Mm-hmm. I think it was episode 21 is actually the second half of an episode we had previously recorded but Mm -hmm. the thing ran so damn long we were like there's no way we can do that to people so too much hot air yeah so much hot air we split it in half and so now you get a a whole episode that is lauren teaching us about out of bounds moons and out of bounds other things but mostly moons so we just wanted to uh remind you that that's where this comes from Mm -hmm. and we hope you enjoy and without further ado, hold the footage. Yes, and I am talking about out-of-bounds moons. I'm going to explain all about what, what that means, how to find out if you have an out-of-bounds moon as well. The term out-of-bounds moon or the concept of out-of-bounds moon is actually a modern astrology concept. And typically, I talk a lot about traditional traditional and Hellenistic astrology, but you know, when we learn new things, it's always good <laughs> to incorporate them. And so the well, I guess to explain the technical of what is an out of bounds moon. So out of bounds is a term coined by KT Boyer, if I'm saying that correctly, which I may not be, to describe celestial bodies found beyond the maximum ecliptic limit. Uh, which is about 23.28 degrees by declination. Stick with me. We're going to get there. I'm sure that's all very confusing <laughs> and made no sense. So the uh, or this limit is based off of the Earth's tilt on its axis. So it's like instead of measuring along the ecliptic where we find degrees like zero degrees of Aries or 15 degrees of Cancer, Declination measures the distance of a planet from the celestial equator, which is basically just Earth's equator extended out into space. So if you think about the the equator that runs around the Earth and just think about that line being projected out into space like a plane. So declination is how far above or below the equator a planet might be. So if we're thinking about that line going out into space, like how far above or below a planet is in its rate, my brain just went, you know, in its orbit. That's the word I lost. <laughs> I wish everybody could see your airplane arms showing me like, how planes work. Um, because, you know, when planets orbit, they don't just orbit in a perfect circle. They will kind of uh, Yeah, it's like on an angle down. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they all have different types of, of orbits. And so... Where was I? Where was I at before I forgot the word orbit? <laughs> um, okay, I got it now. So, this, <laughs> uh, 
So we're talking about that 23.28 degrees above north or south of the uh, celestial equator is if so anytime it gets above that degree it's the planet is out of bounds. The sun can't get any higher or lower than 23.28 declination so that goes north or south so it stays the sun always stays in between those ranges. So think of 23.28 is is plus on the high end and 23.28 below is like negative on the low end. So top to bottom. So it stays within that range. The sun does. Uh, and since the sun is the center of our solar system and governs the movements of planets revolving around it, uh, when planets go outside those bounds, they are not following the rules. So they're naughty little planets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So another person that has done a lot of work and, and that I've read about and researched uh, the out-of-bounds planets and out-of-bounds moon is a um, astrologer named Stephen Forrest. And he states that if a planet isn't out-of-bounds but is very close to that 23.28 degree north or south, they can still exhibit some of the qualities as a person who has an out-of-bounds planet especially during times when maybe the planet goes out of bounds by uh, transit or progression. So having the, um, having planets close to that, that line um, can also exhibit some of the same qualities as out of bound moons. So we're going to get into what, you know, what that means and, and how those planets, if you have an out of bounds planet, what that means. If you want to check this real quickly, you want to pause and, Go to astro.com and click on the on the homepage, charts and calculations on the right-hand side at the top. From there, you go to extended chart selection and enter your chart data. Fill out birth info on the next page and or fill out your birth info. And then when you get to the next page, change the house selection to whole sign in the Dropbox. Actually, I think that's optional here. I don't, it wouldn't really matter what form of uh, um, house division you're using if we're just looking at out-of-bounds planets. But if you want to change it to whole sign, that's where you're going to do that. And then you're going to click show chart. So that's going to bring up the natal chart or your natal chart with all your planets and placements you're not going to see whether or not you have out-of-bounds planets by looking at the depiction of your natal chart here. What you're going to do is up in the top left-hand corner of the page, you'll see in a couple gray boxes, one that says PDF additional tables. And so you're going to click on that. And that's going to bring up a chart. And right at the top, you're going to see planet positions. And it's going to have all the planets uh, along with their their longitude, their speed, their latitude, and declination. Declination is the last column, and that's what we're looking for to determine whether or not you have any out-of-bounds planets. So if any of the planets say, uh, well, the sun, of course, will not be out-of-bounds. Saturn is not out-of-bounds either, or doesn't go out-of-bounds either. So looking at the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter, if you have any that are close to... 23 and or 23 degrees and 28 minutes then or over 23 and 28 minutes then you have an out-of-bounds planet for example 
I have an out of bounds move. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to that here shortly. Or, or, or I think Natasha and I will, will talk on, on that after I get to what it means. So say you're looking at your chart and you have an out of bounds moon and it's at 24 degrees or whatever. The moon can be found out of bounds in the, in the signs of Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, and Aquarius. So if you have a moon in any of those signs, there's a chance that you have an out of bounds moon. Sorry, I got distracted. I was trying to no, you're fine. pull up a, a chart <laughs> with declinations on it. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, so if you have a moon in one of those, uh, if your moon sign is one of those, uh, go check that out and see if you have an out-of-bounds moon. It will be found most often in solstice signs or solstice bordering signs because these signs along the eclipse, on the, along the ecliptic correspond with the sun's highest declination. And the moon cannot be found out of bounds in the signs of Aries, Virgo, Libra, or Pisces because these are the uh, equinox bordering signs. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep up, uh, but struggling. I'll, I'll let you keep up. Do, are you fo- are you following kind of just the general? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's just like holding long like list of things in my head. I'm like, oh wait, so these are the ones that can't, and these are the ones that can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm back. I'm back in the present. <laughs> So what does it mean if you have an out-of-bounds moon? Well, like I was saying before, when we talk about just the position of the moon itself and it being out out of bounds or out of that uh, range, it's not following the rules. So it's not exhibiting um, typical characteristics of the sun. And it's also not exhibiting typical characteristics that are expected in one's, I guess, culture or society or their environment. There's something about, um, or or there's a way that that's going to express as being um, out of bounds or pushing boundaries or uh, rule breaking um, or, well, I guess we'll just go through some of the, um, some of the people with out of bounds moons. So, you have a couple different um, ways that out-of-bounds moons can show up, and choosing to leave is one of the things we can see with people with out-of-bounds moons. Maybe leave their environment, leave the um, their home country or the place where they grew up or whatever it is. So. It's just a tendency to walk away or leave positions uh, also considered by society to be prestigious or desirable. Um, Self-exile from success as defined on a social level. So a good example of of, uh, people with out-of-bounds moons that fit into this category would be Cat Stevens, Henry David Thoreau, Kurt Cobain, and Al Gore. Hmm. Like for example, Al Gore has a moon at, or he has an out-of-bound moon, and it is at twenty-seven point nineteen degrees declination of Capricorn. So that's pretty far out of bounds. And of course, he was 
uh, the vice president to Bill Clinton, but he left politics to pursue climate activism, um, which was at the time when he did it considered very much political suicide. A lot of people mocked him, and um, he was considered kind of loony, crazy, out of bounds in a, in a way, because that's not something you even nowadays see from some politicians uh, yeah. doing <laughs> yeah. to kind of step out and away and really put yourself on the line for, uh, for you know, to make progress and make change. Yeah, most politicians, it tends to be like a a lifer kind of career yeah. path. Uh, yeah. You know, if looking at Congress tells you anything about how long yeah. they like to mm. hang on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> yep. uh, some of our congressmen just look like Halloween decorations. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that nobody that nobody's ever taken down <laughs> yeah uh, anyways uh let's see let's uh keep keep it moving we're gonna keep it moving though because i have a lot to kind of move through and, it, and it's gonna get more interesting i know i started off kind of dry with all the technicals of out of bounds <laughs> but we're, we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of fun it's gonna get more exciting as we go uh, but yeah, so it's just this um, tendency to, so not just politics, but um, anybody being, or anybody you think of maybe that has been in a position of power or prestige or fame that has, um, instead of just going along with the status quo to preserve that um that status that they have has decided to speak out or in some way pursue change, even though it might disrupt or, or did or has disrupt, you know, their, their social standing or their, um, whatever it is. So, uh, another way we can see groundbreaking or not groundbreaking out of bounds moons exhibited is, uh, the groundbreaking geniuses. So we have <laughs> in that, in that, uh, category albert einstein sigmund <laughs> freud babe ruth billy holiday and carl Jung. carl Jung's actually was uh he his moon wasn't out of bounds but it was less than one degree away from uh mm. that line so a lot of times you can see people that are really close to uh the line also exhibiting because they're they're right at the line and they're pushing that boundary so, interesting mm-hmm uh, so this one kind of goes along with uh, the first one is like choosing to leave or breaking social constructs um, is another way we can see the out of bounds moon manifest um, in in people. And so people that would fall into that category that also have out of bounds moons, Amelia Earhart, Freddie Mercury, Taylor Swift, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daniel Handler, a.k.a. Limity Snicket. Greta Thornburg, Willie Nelson, and Lucille Ball. So, I mean, that's a... That's quite the list. That is quite the list. And, I mean, you can see how every one of those people are really, yeah, breaking those social constructs. So, before... So, so 
out of bounds moons can really exhibit this like type of rebel quality and it, it, it can express in a way that considered more positive like all these people that we've just talked about but there can also be a negative side to it so yeah <laughs> they're not all just groundbreaking geniuses <laughs> they're they're not all taylor swifts and you know cool ass willie nelson's um, <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah like and Amelia Earhart. i mean just the it's an interesting group and definitely people that push boundaries and have broken glass ceilings and done things that people say couldn't be done or you know yeah yeah and have definitely like paved that's another thing about out of bounds moons when they're expressing in a more positive nature like this is it it also inspires other people um because somebody has to be the first to do something somebody has to be the one to kind of pave the way even if it's little by will little and like chipping away one bit at a time to you know pave the way for other people so so true mm-hmm <laughs> So now when we get to the less palatable out-of-bounds moons people, we have our social outcast and rule breakers. I didn't spend a lot of time gathering people for this category because, yeah, I didn't really like any of them. They kind of all sucked. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> for our one and only, and there are plenty more, and I'm sure if I'd spent more time, it would have easily found plenty more people. But um, for a social outcast and rule breakers, we have the one and only Donald Trump. Mm. Out of bounds, Moon. <laughs> well, actually, his his is also uh, less than one degree, so pushing, not quite out of bounds, but definitely like pushing, pushing the bounds for sure. Maybe out of. I wonder if his moon is out of bounds by progression. It probably is because he's like really went out of. He really went. Yeah. He really went all the way out there, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> someone who enjoys pushing boundaries. Just yeah, maybe not in the most positive way. Yeah, in that, in uh, that toxic way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> we also have the criminals, serial killers, and soci- sociopaths. And in that category, we have uh, Adam Donald Lanza. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not in there. Um, we have Adam Lanza, which was the school shooter, Sandy Hook. Yeah. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. His was also less than one degree, um, but which is crazy because um, I feel like he, anyways. And Ted Bundy. So, got gross. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Unless you have anything you want to add there. Uh, no, I definitely, I don't have anything to add. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like, I, I don't want to talk about those people. Like, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> don't be like those people. <laughs> there yeah, you go. just don't be like those people. So, uh, but then you also have like your, um, your outlaws, but in a good way. Like your admirable outlaws. Your Robin um, Hoods. <laughs> yeah, the ones, you know, that you... That you love. So we have uh, Davy Crockett, Annie Oakley, hmm. musicians Willie Nelson, Jimmy Buffett, Aww. Ozzy Osbourne, as well. 
who is such a character. He has Moon and Mars out of bounds, by the way. Uh, so he's like, that's why he's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> and a literal example of someone that has an out of bounds um, uh, moon is Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon. I mean, if that's Woo, not that's fun. Yeah, groundbreaking and, and pushing grounds there. There you have it. So the natal out of bounds moon, they kind of have, it kind of gives a person a Aquarian type energy when we're talking about how the moon will express. So what are your thoughts so far, Natasha, on the out of bounds moon? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a lot. I feel like an example of a moon in a, an out of bound moon in a specific sign, I guess, might be helpful. And like how, mm-hmm. so like you said, you have an out of bounds. Do I have an out of bounds moon? <laughs> you, you do have an out of bounds. I do have an okay. So, like, I guess, like, how, um, if you don't want to use yourself, you can use me. Like, I, I have an out of bounds moon, apparently, um, in Gemini, and how, I don't know, I guess that would be different from just having a regular not out of bounds moon in Gemini, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So, I guess a typical. Typical Gemini's are, are, or Gemini's in general are typically kind of out of, out of, out of the box thinkers anyways, um, (laughs) are not afraid to really think about things and question things. So having the moon out of bounds in Gemini would just add extra emphasis to that. Um, well, I mean, for you, for example, you are you afraid to learn about anything? Is there anything that's really off limits to you that you aren't? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Not, not to my brain. Um, there are I mean, things just, where I like start and I'm like, I don't actually like this. I would rather spend yeah. my time learning something else, but there's nothing, there's nothing that's taboo to me, I guess. I yeah. I feel like, yeah, there's, you're the kind of person who sees something on the internet and you're like, that is super odd. And, and then I Google's it for the next hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that would be one way that it could express. I'm sure there are, there are probably a lot of other ways, but it's just general, like thinking outside of the societal norms and boxes that people normally try to put you in and to look at things from an outside. When I say like an, a, a an Aquarian type energy. Uh, when we talked about the sign of Aquarius, we talked about how it's like the other side of Saturn, the side that's looking out from a distance far away and kind of see, just has a different, a little bit different perspective because of the view. And that's what the out of bounds moon, that's the kind of energy that it's giving because it's not within the bounds. It's looking at things from a different perspective. And because you have the ability to see things from a different perspective, perspective you know that's going to manifest in the way that you interact with the world and so we kind of see that through all the examples you know that we went through Mm. does that make sense yeah yeah i think that makes sense like when we talked about al gore his out of bounds moon is in capricorn and you think about capricorn as like traditions structures and all of that and then you look at what he you know what he did he basically blew up his the foundation of his political career mm. um yeah challenging structures and systems yeah. as they currently uh, exist yeah is another mm-hmm, very out of bounds moon type of thing so my out of bounds moon is in Sagittarius is in the fourth house and the house of home and family and so i very much differ and 
from my own family of origin, and I have a lot of different views and opinions now. So I think that's a lot of the ways that mine manifest for me. I would be considered, <laughs> I, or not be considered, um, very eccentric, I guess you would say, is another out of bounds. In comparison, I mean, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty normal, but in comparison to some people, but in, in comparison to <laughs> my own family, I'm extremely eccentric. That's funny. <laughs> so Interesting. So if I were to try to summarize this, let's see if I am understanding the concept. An out of bounds moon and whatever sign still shows up to interact with all of the themes you would typically associate with that sign. The sign in, and, the ha- and the house. The sign in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of taking those themes and assumptions as a given, they're just more likely to challenge what we assume we know about that sign or house. Yeah, to challenge, to push boundaries in some way or another, whether for for a more po- in, in a more positive or negative expression, it can go either way. Yeah. And and having your, uh, we normally think of like north is high and south is low. Um, so if your the declination of your moon is um, out of bounds south, that doesn't mean it's like a lower form and it's going to express in a different way. It, that doesn't have anything mm. to do with it. So if you're looking at that, don't think like. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> if it's if it's below the uh, on the south side versus the north, or or vice versa, or whatever, um, that doesn't really have anything to do with the delineation <laughs> and how it's going to express. Good to know. Yeah, we all we all contain <laughs> the capacity for for good and evil. Uh, to put it very bluntly i suppose most of us trend somewhere towards the middle of both of those categories yeah um but yeah i think i think of the phrase like uh rebel without a cause for it's just like yeah you can be rebellious all you want but you should probably make sure it stands for something (laughs) and it's just it's that kind of energy it's like yeah you can you can really think outside of the box and change things in a positive way or you can Mm -hmm. bounce around like a crazy broken pinball machine um and just kind of disrupt stuff for the sake of disruption as well Uh, yeah very much so so um i guess i'll just quickly go over a couple of other um planets so other planets that can go out of bounds are mercury venus mars uranus and pluto um so uh, jupiter as well can go out of bounds but it's super rare but i did find um do it through my own research i did find an example of an out-of-bounds jupiter person <laughs> so um and i'll just go through some like out-of-bounds people out of bounds or or for the different planets a couple examples so um people with out-of-bounds mars martin luther king Karl marx billy jean king do you know who billy jean king is tennis player right yeah so you gotta think of like that martial very masculine energy and and the fact that she, you know, challenged all gender stereotypes and yeah. tenets, and that's yeah. So she's a great example of that one. Um, another great example of somebody challenging like the the gender dynamics with both Mars and Venus out of bounds is RuPaul. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and so groundbreaking, like paving the way for other people. That's very much um, when you look at 
the Mars and Venusian and the, you know, gender stereotypes and all of those things, uh, RuPaul is somebody that's definitely like paved the way for a lot of other people to, and, and been an example for a lot of other people to express those in different ways. I don't know if I, if I communicated that clearly. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I mean, like RuPaul's the host of the drag show. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> case anyone doesn't know who that is, and then like yeah, the Martin Luther King when this out of bounds Mars feels super super obvious. Like he's a pacifist, mm-hmm. um, so like yeah. a very direct mm-hmm. challenge to how we like look at aggression and using aggression to achieve goals or whatever. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, no, how about we don't use any at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really interesting. So let's see, I um so. Notable people with Out of Bounds, Venus, Joseph Stalin. I did not get a chance to really look at how that might Hmm. manifest, but he is someone with an Out of Bounds, Venus. Another one is O.J. Simpson, which obviously we can see how that manifested. Not Not great. (laughs) Yeah. And Out of Bounds, Mercury. And this is where... (laughs) This is where that topic, remember the Gemini moon when we talked about Carol Baskins? She's an out-of-bounds Mercury. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where that came from because I was looking at the – I was was researching all of this, and so she was on on the brain. Anyways. That's so funny. And Billie Eilish is another um, out-of-bounds Mercury. Okay. Which is a a much cooler example. (laughs) I really like her as an example for an out-of-bounds Mercury. Just in like – the her voice itself is different yeah you know than a lot of what you hear it's like really soft and it's it's a different way but it's not just her voice but of course her age her so much about her is just the way she like communicates and interfaces with the world Mm -hmm. and like shares her ideas is very yeah different from what we're used to and like your typical Mm -hmm. pop starlet or whatever yeah it's interesting but also like super awesome and unique as well and last but not least, and I'm sure there probably are more out of bounds Jupiters out there, but just going through the Astro Data Bank, which is just list and list upon uh, list of various people of uh, fame, infamy, well known people, <laughs> historical people, and just going through like lists and seeing like a name and saying, ah, that person would definitely I'm, i would definitely think might have an out of bounds planet so this is how i found a lot of these people is just clicking through some of these names <laughs> nice. and so i stumbled upon um eminem and i thought or marshall mathers and i thought okay this is he's definitely got to have an out of bounds moon or something so he is an out of bounds jupiter which is extremely rare and i mean it just makes sense but he's an out of bounds jupiter and capricorn and there is an accurate birth time, so we don't know the house uh, that his out-of-bounds Jupiter is, but it is in the sign of Capricorn. And there's definitely some things to be said for this particular placement because Jupiter is in fall in the sign of Capricorn, which means Jupiter character characteristics are already expressed in an unusual way. Then you add to that, it's also out-of-bounds, so it's not playing by the rules either. And like him or not, Eminem has been no stranger to controversy and <laughs> pushing a back against social norms for better and worse in a lot of ways, despite like the firestorms and controversies surrounding his often very misogynistic, homophobic, and even like 
really violent lyrics, he's been able to kind of like push these boundaries and transcend and his career has just grown and, and you know, he was one of the biggest rap stars where probably still is. It's definitely a name that people still recognize for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's kind of got that outlawness and that infamy and um, kind of like we were talking about with the um, out of bounds moon people. So hmm. instead of like working within the system to get the top, he kind of went up against literally every anybody and everybody that um, he perceived as like a critic or a threat. So when you talk about industry, that's a very Capricorn uh, Capricorn type type word, and so like him or not, his kind of rebellious <laughs> fuck you attitude um, is really what kind of what made him so big. So he's a, he's a great example of a out of bounds Jupiter. Interesting. Yeah. And I don't like to talk about like with some of the um, really bad examples where we were getting into like the criminals and things like that. I don't want to talk about people and like glorifying just like, I just, ugh, it just gives me an ick, you know? And with Eminem, I don't know. I have this, it's a weird, it's a weird like love hate relationship. I don't know if you if you get that because if you remember back when he first well, it's came out, nostalgic like nostalgic for people our age because it's like he was very popular and like rose to fame at a time uh-huh. when we would have been like of an age where we probably just weren't thinking about. I mean, like nobody was yeah. truly. It was <laughs> it was yeah. the late nineties. Yeah. Um, like, have you? <laughs> If you heard uh-huh. of it, uh, you know, there's just like lots of this stuff that people like weren't mm-hmm. weren't thinking about, um, yeah. and or trying to be sensitive to in any uh-huh. way or anything like that. And so it's, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's it's easy for millennials to like look back at this age and just like feel nostalgic because like, oh, of course, it was like a time mm-hmm. in your life when you probably weren't responsible for paying rent or <laughs> bills and stuff yet, you know, and and that's like the background soundtrack of mm-hmm. that time in your life, but then to also be existing in the current time where you're more aware of like, Oh, that, that thing he says is really shitty. <laughs> um, and yeah. it, it's complicated feelings. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing we have to wrestle with, with most of our art and artists these days. And also celebrities are people too. Sometimes yeah. they're good and sometimes they're bad, just like all of us. Mm-hmm. So, but it's weird because they're famous, so we, we tend to hear about all of it all the time. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a strange thing, the way our society works. Yeah. I was a teenager, like, at the very beginning of my teenage years when Eminem first came on suit. So I was already kind of, like, in that rebellious teen phase, too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah. that was part of the appeal as well. It's, are you already in kind of the rebellious phase and it was definitely not approved by my parents and my out of bound moon <laughs> was like give me that nice <laughs> anything to buck the system right <laughs> yeah. no, nothing was approved by my parents either um so <laughs> i lived on a, a really short leash very few chain links in my leash so i i just had confessed something recently to my parents i was like hey you remember how you used to take my cds if you heard them like they were you know there was like cussing or whatever and you'd hear it and my dad would come in my room he would be like you can't listen to that give me that and he would take them (laughs) and then he would go like hide them in his in the top of his closet well i'm like 14 i know how to burn a cd so i would just go get him when he wasn't home i would burn a copy of it (laughs) and then put it back (laughs) that's incredible i love it (laughs) 
love it. So I was like, act upset when he would tell you because I knew I had to. You know, if I didn't act upset, then he would know something was up. But then I was, I was, I was such a faker. Because I, I already... <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I love it. See, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> always finding ways to break the rules that out of bounds. Oh my gosh! But in really harmless ways. Like that's I. I try to you know when I am pushing and breaking boundaries and rules for the most part, unless you know I, I do it in harmless ways. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Or if I am doing it in harmful ways, it usually just backfires on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it happens. It happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. All right. I think. I think that's it. I mean, we can certainly talk about a lot of these people and all that, but we've been talking for a long time. Seems like a good spot to call it season one. Season one is down. We're going to take off for all of October and then come back, I think, mid-November. So we're back and I hope that everyone enjoyed the Out of Bounds Moon episode and my talk on the Out of Bounds Moon and other planets that go out of bounds and all the all the out of bounds ness (laughs) that was. I enjoyed it. At least one fan. Awesome. Awesome. What uh, there was one thing, of course, that we forgot. Like last episode, also was to include a a song. I forgot the song. I had a song, but I forgot to uh, talk about it because we talked so long that we were all out of hot air. So the song for the Out of Bounds Moon episode, or this best encapsulates this type of energy for me, is uh, the song Wild Things by. Alicia Cara. So go give that song a listen, but specifically find the official video on YouTube because there's um, a nice little nugget at the beginning and the ending um, of the song that you're not going to get if you maybe listen on on other platforms or places. So, yeah, some inspiration and yeah surprise <laughs> love it have you heard the song well, yeah i think so i think i've heard it like on the radio yeah i it, i love the song it is is um it's on it's it's on one of my playlists so nice all right sweet well thank you everyone for joining us we will see you next season next season like all the way Woo! next season in a long yeah. time <laughs> we'll let you know when that's happening promise yeah Go find us on instagram find that's us probably on instagram the, the quickest way mm-hmm. we will definitely announce uh, when when our season two will air yeah and obviously subscribe to the podcast that is also the other way to make sure you get the next episode because mm-hmm. it'll just come to your phone automatically that's right uh, that's right that's right yeah you know i'm sure i'm sure all y'all know how to do that um, I'm preaching to the choir here. This is how podcasts work. Mm-hmm. Um, there's <laughs> a thank you there's so a much. button. It says subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to us um, in all of our hot air. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Yes, indeed. Until then. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Hot Air Diviners. 
If you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen. By leaving a review, you not only show support for the show, but you also help others discover the podcast. If you're interested in more Hot Air Diviners content, you can find us on Instagram and Substack as Hot Air Diviners. If you have a comment or a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you can email us at hotairdiviners at gmail.com. If you want more straight up astrology content, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Fire Moon Astrology or book a reading with me through the link in the show notes. And if you're interested in more tarot, plus whatever else might spark my curiosity, you can find me, Natasha, on Substack and Instagram as The Present Pursuit. Thanks for being here and see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.